welcome to your favourite teacher. I'm Miss Shaw and today's podcast is a little bit different. It is all about managing stress. It happens to everyone, students, teachers, parents, and you may even have older siblings or friends who have already been through exam season and you've seen kind of the stress levels rise for them as well. It is a really, really stressful time of year and you can't help but feel a huge amount of pressure especially in terms of reaching target grades and and getting into college or sixth form and stuff like that. So what I've done is kind of compiled a list of top tips on the best ways to manage stress. I hope that you find it useful. So I would say exercise and having a regular eating schedule is key to managing your stress. And I'm not saying, you know, you have to sign up to a gym and and go to the gym every morning before school or every evening. It's not about that. But things like going for a short walk, whether you walk to school, walk home, go for a little walk to the shop or, or something like that, just to get some fresh air, it really, really helps. And again, making sure that you're following a regular eating schedule. I know some people don't eat breakfast. I don't usually eat breakfast. And I know that scientifically you should be eating breakfast every morning. It's a great way to start your day. But some people don't and that's okay. But just making sure that if you're not having breakfast, you're having a decent first meal of your day and you're not skipping breakfast intentionally and then binging on chocolate, which will stress you out and give you a burnout later on in the afternoon. Just make sure that your first meal of the day, whether that's breakfast or lunch or whatever, just make sure it's nice and healthy and it's a balance of kind of healthy fats, protein and carbs as well. Don't be afraid of carbs, guys. Making sure that you're getting enough sleep and having a good sleep routine. Again, really, really key to managing your stress. I do this personally, so I try to kind of go to bed and get up at the same time every every day, and I try to kind of get roughly between six and eight hours a night. You might need more, you might need less. Again, you know that. If you research sleep cycles, that will help as well. Typically, we sleep in three-hour cycles, so if you are waking up in the middle of a cycle, that might be a reason why you've woken up feeling really groggy, like you need more sleep and, and stuff like that. So that's why I try and get between six and six and eight hours because that's kind of two or three um, almost completed sleep cycles. So that really helps me. Also, not just being on your phone or iPad or tablet or whatever, right up until the moment you decide to go to sleep. Like we have the the blue the blue screen thing. Like it's a it's been a big deal in technology lately about how the exposure to that blue light really affect sleep and stuff like that so try not to be on your phone or tablet or whatever right up until bedtime give yourself at least half an hour to an hour before you go to bed to not be on your phone because again it will help you drift off to sleep a lot quicker try reading instead or like putting some music on in your room some calming relaxing music or whatever or just kind of sitting with your thoughts and just kind of accepting any emotions and, and stuff like that that you're having and just kind of sitting with it and letting it go before you go to sleep is a really really good way to do it as well I'll talk about that in a minute anyway with meditation. But my next one is um, avoiding excess caffeine. I mean, you shouldn't really be drinking coffee at this age anyway, guys. I didn't start drinking coffee until I started teaching. (laughs) 
But yeah, just avoid excess caffeine. So you might not be drinking coffee, but things like energy drinks, they're really bad for you. I know that you get told this all the time, but it it's true. It's, you know, it's okay to have them every now and again and within reason, but you shouldn't really be drinking that all day. And sugar, sweets, chocolate, kind of junk food like that is really not gonna help. I mean, it's okay to have it. I, you know, have sweets, sweets and chocolate probably most days, but I don't have excess amounts of it. I don't buy a big bag of of sweets or chocolate, at least not anymore. But yeah, things like that will help to kind of reduce your stress because you don't have the crash and the burnout after being on a bit of a sugar high or caffeine high. Um, next up we've got meditation you you might like this you might not I personally find it really really useful it really helps me to manage my stress just meditation or deep breathing every morning and night or before the exam really really helps you can get lots of different apps that help you do this the calm app is really really good there's lots of different ones Uh, you don't just have to download the calm app but yeah there's lots of different apps and stuff that you can use youtube videos we have a mindfulness series on your favorite teacher as well that helps just to kind of sit with your feelings and your emotions and just let them go rather than ignore them and binge or or avoid it by playing video games and, and being on your phone and scrolling through social media and stuff. Kind of let yourself sit with emotions like stress, anger, sadness, stuff like that and, and just let it go and breathe through it. If you've got like a Fitbit or an Apple watch and and the Android watches and stuff like that, they usually have like a deep breathing setting that you can set to kind of two minutes or five minutes and you can just sit and chill as as it vibrates on your wrist. That would be a really good thing to check out as well. Um, Next on my list, take time to create a revision timetable and make it manageable. So don't sit there and go, oh, over the Easter holidays, I'm going to spend all of Monday revising literature paper one, all of Tuesday doing my maths paper two, and all of Wednesday doing science biology three, or I don't know, but you know, don't say that you're going to commit to this really heavy timetable, that realistically, you're probably not going to stick to it make it manageable you need to be revising in small chunks so literally 20 to 30 minutes at a time is better than saying you know you're going to sit and revise for four hours on a Monday afternoon no one wants to do that as teachers we don't want to sit and mark for four hours on a Monday afternoon in our half term we also try and do it in smaller chunks and and make it more manageable so you do that as well we have your favorite teacher revision timetables so make sure you look out for those on the website and across social media as well taking regular breaks when you're revising definitely even if it's just five minutes to grab a glass of water or or a, a tea or just stretch your legs a little bit have a stretch just take regular breaks whilst you're revising and that will really really help you manage your stress Again, before you go to bed or whilst you're revising, phone or any technology you're using, put it in another room or put it onto flight mode so you're not tempted to scroll through social media instead. I'm guilty of doing this quite a lot, but I need to practice what I preach as well. And finally, have a safe person that you feel you can talk to about your stressful situations, whether that's a family member, a friend, a teacher, someone you work with. It could be phoning up the many helplines there are available these days um, to help with teenagers and, and stressful situations. Whatever works for you, definitely have some sort of safe person that you can you can talk to. If you really feel like you don't have anyone you can talk to, maybe 
getting a journal or a notebook and you can just write your feelings down because at least it's then still coming out in a way it's not you know remaining bottled up inside you I think the more you practice talking about things the easier it will be to manage your stress levels and to look at what kind of triggers you as well I really hope these these tips are useful for you in terms of managing your stress. If you have any other tips that you think you could share with others or you want more more advice on on how to to kind of expand on the tips that I've given in this podcast, then get in touch with your favorite teacher, leave us a comment and yeah, just let us know what what you've been doing or or if you need any information on on the list that I've given. But that's it. I hope you found it useful. I hope you put some of these tips into practice. And as I said, I need to practice what I preach a little bit more and take more of those those tips on board as well. But yeah, hopefully it's helpful. I'm Miss Shaw with your favourite teacher. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 